Hello, and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you tons of information. No matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today's topic is ways to save money on your utility bill. Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and I thank you for tuning into The Home Building Hero today. So I think this is a topic that anybody can take advantage of, anybody can enjoy, and uh, who doesn't like to save a little bit of money? And uh, these are some tips that I've uh, found over the years, and I think they're all very easily done and doable, and they can help you save some money on your utility bills each and every month. That would be money that you can put back into your pocket without a lot of extra cost or expense. So let's go over some of these because I think there's some good uh, suggestions in here and stuff that you can implement almost immediately. Okay, and some of these might be like, oh, well, yeah, duh, but sometimes you just need to hear them again so that you realize, hey, I need to do this because, you know, yeah, this goes on all the time and I, I don't even realize it. So first thing, simple but very effective. Just make sure you turn off the lights. You know, don't leave lights on in rooms that you're not in. It sounds so simple, but turn off the lights. It's like throwing money away. Even a little light bulb costs a little bit of money every month to run. So make sure that you turn them off. That's so simple. If you got kids, it's a little harder because they tend to just flip the light on and then walk out and disappear. But uh, work that in with your kids as well. Be like, hey, we're trying to save energy here. Hey, you know, if we save money, there's more money for, for things that you want. The second suggestion to save money on your utility bill is don't leave the water running. You know, brushing your teeth, people turn the water on and they leave it running and leave it running and leave it running and that's gallons of water that you're just wasting. Turn your water on, rinse your brush, turn it off and go to town. Same with your shower. Uh, I'm guilty of this. I turn my shower on because I want it nice and warm when I walk in. And that's fine. I mean, but just be careful. Like, don't leave it running for five minutes before you go in. You know, turn it on. As soon as it starts to warm up a little bit, hop on in and get going. Because, again, cost of water, even if you're on a well, you know, the cost of the electricity to run the pump and everything, it costs some money. And plus, it's just not good for the environment either. So don't leave your water running, especially when you're brushing teeth, even washing dishes too, you know, Try not to leave the water run. Just, you know, turn it on, rinse your dish, turn it back off again. And, you know, honestly, it's even worth the investment uh, potentially to get a different type of faucet. You can get now touchless faucets. So, like, let's say you're washing dishes. You know, you just slide the dish under the faucet. It turns on. You slide it out from under, and it turns off. And so you don't have to keep flipping the lever and getting your faucet all dirty, too. So it might be something to invest in if you do a lot of hand washing of your dishes just to make sure you're not wasting water. Next suggestion to save money on your utility bill, and this is a this is really a big one, and it's a hidden cost, but you have to understand that any appliance that you have plugged into your home is passively drawing electricity, and most of the new appliances today have so many electrical components in them that they're constantly using electricity. Now, you can't take your refrigerator and unplug it. You know, that's just not going to work. However, you have other things that are always drawing electricity that really only get used infrequently. Things like your coffee maker or things like, let's say you have workout equipment and you've got a treadmill or an elliptical uh, machine. If you leave those plugged in all the time, they're, they're passively drawing power. And even if there isn't a lot of electrical components in the, the machine, 
that extra cord that that's an extra length that electricity is going to run through and it just uses more energy. So you can reduce your electric bill by almost 10% if you unplug a lot of these things because they just use a lot of energy. And um, a lot of them are, especially nowadays with all the Wi-Fi stuff that's out there, holy cow, anything with built-in Wi-Fi, you might be like, oh, this is the coolest thing ever. Well, it's not really that cool because it's constantly polling out there looking for wi-fi trying to grab a signal and that takes energy and that costs you money on your utility bill each and every month all right next tip to save your money on your utility bill is to again watch your computers and you know back in the old days they used to say when you had a computer you know you turn it on use it then you turn it off and then nowadays they're like well leave your computer on because then it can get all the updates and can get all the stuff and that's true But while it's doing that, it's just sucking energy and it's using energy all day. And again, like I mentioned with the Wi-Fi, again, it's always pulling on your Wi-Fi. It's, you know, kind of running things and and looking for things in the background. Um, It's doing updates. If you're worried about your utility bill and this is a computer you're not going to use for three days, turn it off. (laughs) Better yet, turn it off and unplug it. Uh, You're probably less likely to get a virus too. But uh, if you turn it off, you're not sucking on the power. You're not constantly pulling for Wi-Fi, and um, it's it's crazy how much you know how much power those use. And the other thing is, um, you know, look at using a desktop versus a laptop. So laptops are really the way to go. If you have a desktop computer, they use almost eighty percent more electricity than a laptop. So I know a lot of people are getting more mobile anyway and using those, but you may want to say, you know what, it's time to get rid of the desktop. Just go with the laptop because they do use a lot less electricity. All right, next tip might be a little bit of a surprise, but uh, in regards to your laundry, there's a couple different solutions we have here to reduce your cost. Obviously, the first and foremost thing is if you can invest in a drying system besides a dryer, uh, some people like to air dry their clothes. There's a really great product out there called Dry Away, which is a drying rack system that allows you to dry your towels and your clothing. And uh, you just put them on a rack and, and let them air dry. Obviously, that'll save you a lot of money on your utility bills. But if that doesn't necessarily work for you or doesn't need something, isn't something you want to do with all your laundry, uh, another suggestion for you is to actually take, when you're drying a load of laundry, take one dry towel and toss it in there with the rest of your wet laundry. And it will greatly reduce the amount of time it takes for your for your your laundry to dry obviously it's going to suck up a little bit of moisture but um it kind of what happens is it kind of sucks it up out of the clothes so everything dries a little bit faster um and instead of everything being sopping wet and you got to get all that initial moisture out and then you got to get all the way to the center this helps kind of suck some of that extra moisture out you're just kind of spreading it around but it actually dries faster. So kind of a great way to save you money. And a study shown when people do that can save you almost 30 bucks a year. So 30 bucks, that's a pretty decent amount of money. Next tip to save money on your utility bill is to be strategic about your windows and where you have them in your home. Now, obviously, if you already live in a home and it's there, that's going to be a little bit tougher. However, you know, if you're looking at building a home, this is a great tip for you. You know, making sure that um, you know, you put windows where you're going to most maximize. If you're trying to get some passive solar heat, you know, the sides where you're going to get lots of sunshine, make sure that you have those windows, you know, there and make sure that they're very open and viewable to allow that passive heat to come in. 
the other thing is to watch where your windows are located. If you put a window like right over an air conditioner, um, that can be very energy inefficient because, you know, let's say you do have that window cracked open while you get that air conditioner, now it's gonna blow that hot air back into your house. Plus you have the noise. So be careful of that because that's, that's definitely something that you don't wanna do. And then the next thing with regards to your window to save money is to use your blinds strategically. So in the summer, when it's hot and there's lots of sunshine, if you're trying to keep your house cool, you're gonna to wanna to have your blinds closed more so that you're reflecting out more of that heat. And then in the, um, in the winter when it's cold and you're struggling just to get some heat, the sun's out, have those blinds wide open and let that sunshine pour into your house and slowly warm up your house. It will save you tons of money on your heating and cooling bills if you're strategic about using your blinds. Next tip is, and we kind of talked about this earlier, but don't take long showers. You know, if you can cut your shower down by two minutes every day, you can save almost $30 a year. That's a lot of money. So just keep that in mind. You know, be efficient when you get in the shower, hop in, sud down right away, get cleaned up and get the heck out of there. And, uh, you know, it's easy to do as adults, kids, sometimes a little harder, but you got to just teach them how to do it right and teach them to be efficient and, uh, you know, tell them that, you know, you don't want to waste water and, you know, you're going to be here a lot longer than we are. So make sure that, you know, you're, you're, you're taking advantage, you're saving water. So you got some later when, when you're older. A couple other quick tips to save you some money on your utility bill. This is a big one and I love this. Um, and once you've got it figured out, it, it saves you a ton of money. But go with a programmable thermostat if you don't already have one. If you have an older home and you don't have it, I would go buy one right away. Programmable, programmable thermostats are awesome for a couple reasons. One is that you know if you take the time to set it, it can save you a ton of money. It also makes your house more comfortable when you're using it. If you're somewhat routine like I am and you have a schedule, you know that you're always up at a certain time and you go to bed typically around the same time, program your thermostat around it. You know, in the summer, you know, when you're cooling the home, you gotta look at it and say, okay, well, you know, I don't need to have the house at 70 degrees, you know, at one o'clock in the afternoon when no one's there. So let's turn that temperature down. I, I leave the house at seven in the morning, okay? I want the house to be nice and cool in the morning when I'm up. And then, you know what? Go up to 75, 77 uh, during the day and then have it drop back down to maybe 72, 73. Um, and, uh, you know, you can save a lot of money by doing that. And then at night, you know, instead of having it be super cold, maybe, you know, while you're moving around the house, let's say it's from, you know, 5 to 10 p.m., you know, you keep it at your desired temperature. And then as soon as 11 o'clock hits, you have the temperature start to slowly creep back up so you're not wasting your heating and cooling costs. And typically once you're asleep, you don't really notice it as much. So that's another way to save some money. You can save, you know, probably 50 to $100 a year easily by using a programmable thermostat and dialing up and down your heating and cooling temperature. So in, in the summer, you, you program it one way. In the winter, you program it in the reverse so that you know whenever you're not home, basically, you, you have that temperature um, go up a little bit or go down in the winter so that you're basically you know reducing the amount of energy that you're using in the home. And um, you can even program it. So if you know you're always home at 5 p.m., you know, by 4.30, quarter to 5, that temperature is already right 
to your ideal temperature so you can walk in the door. It's really nice and comfortable. Then, of course, with the smart thermostats, you can even get even smarter because, you know, if you you know you're going to be home two hours later, you can go on your phone real quick and say, you know what? Don't turn that air on yet. Let's push that air off another hour and a half. It'll save you a couple couple more pennies every time you do it, and it, that over time really adds up to a lot of money. So keep that in mind as well. And then two other quick tips for you. And this is, again, with regards to heat and then one completely different. But uh, for uh, insulation purposes, we're going to go over that one next. But for the heating and cooling, the other thing that you can do to save money is to go with a zone heating system. Zone heating systems are really very nice as well because not only do they increase the comfort of the home, but if you have like a two-story home or you have a two-story home with a finished basement, you can have each area, each each floor on its own zone. So for instance, at night, right when we get home from work, everybody is downstairs on the main level. So at that point, that's where you want your maximum comfort. I don't need my bedrooms to be as cold as the rest of the house. So what we'll do is on the downstairs during those main times when everybody's downstairs, during dinner time, during family time, you know, you have that temperature a little bit lower. And then when um, you're getting ready to head upstairs, now you have the upstairs start to reduce in temperature and you may turn the temperature back up on the lower level. So you can kind of play around with it. It does not mean that your whole house has to be exactly the same temperature. You can program those thermostats in zones. And um, I put a zone heating in. I had the programmable thermostats, but I added the zone heating later. And I was shocked. My heating bill went down quite a bit. It went down probably almost 30 bucks a month uh, when I strategically used the zone heating. Now, I have a decent sized home, so it may not be as much for you, but still that was a great savings for me by doing that. And then the last way to save some money on your utility bill is to look at all your insulation in your home and make sure that you have good insulation. This may involve an expense in putting in some more insulation, but uh, you know these are simple things. You know, Check the attic insulation, make sure that it's there's plenty of it there. You can always have a contractor come out and add some more insulation. Um, it will cost you a little bit of money, but it'll probably have a fairly quick payoff. The other thing that you can do yourself is buy a can of spray foam insulation. And this is something that'll cost you five to 10 bucks, you know, and you buy a little can and you, you, you look at areas, especially like in your, if you have a basement, you know, look in your basement and look for areas that, you know, have penetrations, like where a pipe comes in, where wires come in. And a lot of times you'll see a little hole there, a little gap, seal that up. That's energy leaking right out of your house. And you can, you can spray in those little spots. It also prevents bugs from coming in those areas. So it's kind of a two-in-one effect. But you can spray foam all sorts of little areas in your house, any little crevices, um, any little seams um, between the floor. Um, if you're really um, more handy, you can go up into the attic as well. And uh, you can look and see if there's any daylight that you see there that you can seal up that will prevent more air from leaking out. And uh, you know you may have to buy a couple cans of this, but for probably $30 or less, you can save yourself quite a bit of money because air leakage is still one of the number one heat losses in your home. So if you guys take advantage of all these things, you can save a ton of money. And I hope that you guys have found this podcast to be super helpful, super informative. And all I ask in return is that you guys make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast, share it with your friends as well, because 
Uh, we are growing and we appreciate the support. The more support we get, the more great content we can deliver and continue to build this great podcast for you guys and continue to help you live in your home, enjoy your home, and save some money at the same time. Once again, I'm David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and I want to thank you again for tuning in to the Home Building Hero, and we'll catch you all very soon. Thank you.